You're listening to the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast, where we talk all about how you can build your child's resilience, self-esteem, and happiness. I'm your host, Laura Earnshaw, the founder of My Happy Mind, and I am totally dedicated to helping you become the best parent or carer that you can be. We're proudly impacting over half a million children now in our programs in schools, nurseries, and homes. And today, I'm going to be sharing some of those tips with you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of My Happy Mind Conversations where I am talking to you about what is probably one of the most powerful things you can do to improve your relationship with the children that you have or the children that you teach and that is boundaries. (laughs) I think this is probably one of the most common conversations I have, particularly with our family students, in terms of a strategy that they can use to really improve the relationship they have with their children. Because boundaries are at the heart of so much goodness to be unlocked and can be the cause of so many challenges. And so getting good boundaries in place is really, really important. And before I dive into how you can do that, I wanna talk a bit about some really common reasons why boundaries aren't in place, right? And this is really important because I wanna make it clear that there's no judgment here. There's no kind of insinuation that you're a bad parent or a bad teacher if you don't have these things in place. It's hard, right? And it's particularly hard after you've been through a period of a change in the routine. So post summer holidays after um, the summer holiday break, for example, it can be hard to put boundaries back in place when they've been less needed, right, in the summer holidays. So, you know, let's take the morning routine, for example. You know, when it's a school day, we need everybody up, we need everybody dressed, we need everyone having breakfast, bags of packs, all those jobs that we know need to happen. In the summer holidays, it's a bit more easy breezy. There's less pressure on getting out of the house for a certain time everything's a bit more chilled and that's great. But what can happen in that transition between school term time and holidays is that boundaries get lost, right? Routines get lost, boundaries slip, and then you have to go back to the beginning and reset those boundaries. You know, another great example of this is after the pandemic, you know, we were homeschooling, routines and everything went totally out of the window. And so there's a million reasons why your boundaries may not be as strong as they once were, and that's okay. This episode is an invitation for you to think about boundaries and reflect on whether you have an opportunity to put some new ones in place, to tighten things up, to get some better dynamics going down in your relationships in in the home and in the classroom as well. So why is this something that I'm really passionate about? because it's not just about the boundary, it's about the knock-on effect of not having good boundaries in place. So one of the things that I will often talk to my family students about when they say things to me about their children's behavior is where's the boundary around that in your house? So let me give you a real example to bring this to life. I was recently talking to one of our family's members who said that when her child comes in from school 
and um, they are asked to do a chore, maybe to go and take their uniform off or to go and wash their hands. They get this kind of like reaction, this kind of like, oh, I don't want to do that, right? This kind of resistance. And um, when I say to them, well, what's the boundary you have around that? Or what's the rule you have around that? They say, well, we don't really. And I say, okay. Or another example might be um, that they always want to be on the iPad and they will nag and they will nag and they will nag. And it causes all of this tension in the house, right? It causes this arguments. It causes tantrums from the kids. It causes tension with you and your partner because you don't have the same rule around it. It just causes all of this tension. Then you have parent guilt or carer guilt because you feel like you're giving in too easily and then you get ratty and so on and so on, right? But it all comes back to the fact there wasn't a boundary in the first place. So that's why boundaries are important, not just because of the boundary itself, but because of the knock-on effect that can come from not having good boundaries. So there will be things for everyone listening, I'm sure, where you have a boundary opportunity, right? Where there's an opportunity to improve this. I'm going to just stick with the iPad example, the screen time example for now, because it's one that just comes up so often in my communities. It's one that I find myself talking about a lot. And actually the problem isn't the iPad. The problem isn't the screen time. The problem isn't the fact the child wants to go on it. The problem is the fact there isn't a clear boundary in place because of course children will keep asking for more and more and more if there isn't a clear boundary. They enjoy it, they wanna be on it and we know those things are addictive. So they're gonna keep going and they're gonna keep asking until a boundary is in place. You know, and just whilst we're on the topic of boundaries, some of you will be familiar with this dynamic of school telling you that the child is impeccably behaved, they do what they're told, they're a delight to have in the classroom. And then you're like, oh, why don't they listen to my rules? Why don't they do what I say? That's not my experience at home all the time. It comes down to boundaries. Teachers, in my opinion, are amazing at setting them and sticking to them. And we can learn a lot from that. So what I wanna give you is first of all, just an opportunity to reflect. Just think about where in your world, where in your home life, where in your day, are there opportunities to enforce clearer boundaries? Maybe it's screen time, maybe it's meal time, maybe it's homework routines, right? Just what are the points in your day where you find yourself having more tension, more arguments, more resistance than you would like? That is usually a really good indication that there is an opportunity to put better boundaries in place. So that's what I want you to think about first. And then when you've figured out what those are and you may need time to reflect on this or to talk to a partner about this after, and that's absolutely fine, but that's your first piece of homework, figure out what those moments are. For some of you, you'll be like, it's this and it's this and it's this. You'll be able to reel it off. So figure out what those moments are. And then I want to invite you to follow this really simple three-step process to putting some new boundaries in place. Now, what I'm gonna say to you is just pick one area to start with. Don't be like, well, actually, I wanna sort out food. I wanna sort out sleep. I wanna sort out screen time. I wanna sort out homework. Don't do too much. It just won't work. Just pick one area. Okay, and start with that. Here's the three-step approach. The first is have a conversation and agree with your partner or the people that you co-parent with or the people that are in your children's lives, agree the boundary, okay? Get clear on what the boundary is. 
So let's stick with screen time. In the week, they're allowed an hour. That's it. I'm not telling you that's my professional opinion on how much they should have. I'm just using it as an example, okay? But agree that boundary, get everybody on the same page. There is no point you trying to enforce a boundary if a partner or someone that you co-parent with or someone that looks after your children is gonna have a different boundary. It's literally a waste of time. You've gotta do this first step. You've gotta get aligned on the boundary, okay? When you've done that, you need to communicate the boundary with the child, okay? This is another thing that often I hear parents do. They agree the boundary, then they just enforce it. And there's no conversation with the child that that boundary's there. And there's no conversation about why, and there's no conversation about the consequence. You've gotta have that. So step two, have a conversation with your child about this boundary, about why you're putting it in place and critically about the consequence that will be in place if they challenge that boundary or if they don't stick to the boundary. So this might look something like this. We've agreed because it's better for you to not have too much screen time that there's just gonna be an hour after school every day. Okay, you can choose when that hour is between you know five o'clock and six o'clock or six o'clock and seven o'clock, whatever you wanna do, give them a bit of flexibility that helps them feel like they have some control still, but be really clear on why you've put the boundary in place. We're doing this because we know that too much screen time can affect your sleep, that it's not good for your brain, et cetera, et cetera. So this is the boundary we've agreed, okay? We're gonna start implementing the boundary from, tell them when, and if the boundary isn't stuck to, here's gonna be, here's, here's the consequence that's gonna be in place. If you push us for more, or if you don't stick to it, then the next day you're gonna lose screen time or whatever the consequence is that you wanna put in place, okay? Have that conversation agree the boundary with your child. Don't just put it on them. And then the third step, which is for sure the most important one after step one, is to follow through with the boundary. If you give an inch, they will take a mile. So if you put this boundary in place and then you let it lax, guess what you've just taught your child? It's not really a boundary. I mean, I know I said it was a boundary, but if you're sweet enough or you're cuddly enough, or if you ask in a nice enough way, I'm gonna let the boundary slip. You've just undone all of the hard work you've, you've done to get it set up in the first place. You cannot slip on the boundary. You've gotta to stick to it. So if you've said an hour, you have gotta to stick to an hour. You can't say, actually, do you know what? You can have another half an hour tonight because guess what's gonna happen the next time? They're gonna ask for more and you get yourself into this cycle. So step one, Agree the boundary with whoever co-parents your child or with, ever, um, with whoever is looking after your children. Communicate the boundary with your child and explain why and explain the consequence. And finally, follow through. And make sure you just pick one thing at a time. As I said earlier, if you try and crack six or seven nuts, it's gonna be a nightmare. You will see within a couple of weeks of putting this boundary in place, you might get some resistance initially, that's normal, that it's transformative in terms of the relationship you have with your child. You will feel less stressed, they will feel less stressed, everyone will feel less stressed. Kids like rules, they like boundaries, they like to know what they can and what they can't do. It's actually good for them, it's good for all of us. That's why schools have so many of them. So, Hope this has been helpful. 
as always, take some time to reflect, share some feedback. If you're listening to this on a podcast website, Spotify or Apple, wherever it might be, I would love for you to leave me a review. It really helps us out. I'd also love for you to tell me what you thought and which boundary you're going to have a go with. But I'll talk to you soon with more tips and strategies. Take care. All the best and bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below. And I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget, you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.